You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, this Tuesday afternoon. Let's turn to our final topic and guests of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be chatting with three artists, including Li Bunying, Lo Xinying, and also Natalie Chu, who all graduated from the Hong Kong Art School last year, and they're here to talk about their upcoming exhibition called Flipside. Welcome to the program, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Hi. We are live this afternoon uh, at the RTHK studio in Kowloon Tong. And thank you so much to our three guests for braving the rain, uh, Xin Ying, Natalie, and also Boon Ying for coming in uh, during the typhoon weather. Uh, we are uh, also broadcasting live on Facebook this afternoon. So we'd love for our listeners to be viewers to join us there. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. So the flip side is opening on Sunday the 25th uh, of uh, July from 5 o'clock to 7 p.m. at the L1 Gallery at the Jockey Club Creative Arts Centre, which is nearby the uh, multidisciplinary art centre in Shepkip May. Um, Who should go first to tell us about Flipside? Maybe I'll go to you first, Xin Ying. Uh, What is your exhibition about? Oh, Flipside, well, let me just explain the title. So Flipside, why we have this title is because we believe that where there's one point of view, there's always another and more. And so... Just come a bit closer to that. Right, okay. Yes. So that's what it's about. It's about taking different points of views. And that's what art is essentially, just taking something and then looking at at it from a a different perspective. How did you come up with this idea? Is it a collective idea or...? Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, Some of the graduates from the art school uh, formed a group called Flipside and now they have a studio in Kun Tong. So that's a good gathering place for us and also for, for our teachers and for artists uh, in the trade. So, yeah. and, and we call it Flipside. And how many um, of you are um, exhibiting um, at the flip side. Yes, uh, there are 12 Hong Kong artists exhibiting. Yeah, and what sorts of art pieces and what sorts of art uh, will, will there be? Yeah, well, the artworks will span uh, the mediums of painting, printing, drawing, uh, ink, calligraphy, insulation, and ceramics. Wow, something for everyone, yes, really. That's right, yeah. such a big variety. Yeah. And how did you all meet then um, as artists? How did you all sort of how did your fate and your paths cross? Was it from art school? Well, Boone and I met first, actually. Well, we were in, um, we met at our diploma course in um, evening class of uh, Chinese, Chinese University. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then the three of us met in um, art school, Hong Kong art school. Yeah. 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 Natalie, could yeah, yeah, say something about yeah, yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you study? Uh, what sorts of uh, areas or specialty did you focus on um, at art school? Um, actually, we are all from the uh, painting class, yeah. so uh, we majored in painting and we learned acrylics and uh, oil painting mostly. And uh, uh, the teachers will be will taught us a lot about uh, conceptual thinking and uh, how we can develop our own uh, visual language and style. Yeah. Were you always sort of exposed to art uh, from a young age or was it something that you sort of discovered um, as you grew up? Yeah, I think we all have uh, have uh, have been having a passion for art since we're all little, or uh, from um, yeah, from different childhood in- influences. Yeah, Xin Ying, for you. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, although, you know, art, uh, really, I'm just, I'm doing it in earnest only about 10 years ago. So my first career was in uh, fund management. And uh, how did your passion and how did your art journey begin? I've, I've always been interested in art. I've always enjoyed making things, you know, out of cardboard and yeah, toilet yeah. rolls and things like that. <laughs> well, that's really And creative. so, yes, that's right. It comes from a show called Blue Peter yeah. from England. I don't know whether you know that. Yeah, it's a brilliant show. So, and then that's always stuck with me. And then, so when I stopped doing fund management 10 years ago, I thought, well, maybe um, I could start doing Return this. Return to the Blue Peter yeah. art <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I thought I'd do something a bit more rigorous and decided to do a degree course. Yeah, well, yeah. and how long was the degree course in art? Oh, that was three years. Yeah, wow, three years. Three years. And what about for, for, for you, Boone? I'm sure I've asked you this before, but how did you sort of rediscover your, your yes. love for art? In fact, no, it's rediscovery, in fact. I, I love art since as a child. But then, but then I forgot about it uh, during my years at the Hong Kong Observatory. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you, you believe Too the, busy. The, 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 the amount of work there. But after retirement, uh, I... I, I uh, I, I really re- rediscovered and going to school with Xin Ying, know, knowing her, and then, and then I start to learn from the young people, and that's very good interaction. I learn from them very yeah. interesting things like mm. music, you know. And, and I'm then, sure and they learn from you as well. And that's the beauty about your art school. You know, every time I see, there's such a diverse group of people from different people mm. from different stages yes. of of lives. We do. We do. Yeah. We have uh, retirees like me, and also meet. Uh, mid-career managers school. Yeah. <laughs> and young people like uh, Latari. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. Latari is in his early uh, 20s, yeah. very young. So. Mm-hmm. so Natalie, do you do art full-time then? Or are you looking to, to, to do art full-time? Actually, I uh, kind of want to build a um, freelance career of doing uh, balancing between graphic design and fine arts. So um, hopefully in the future I can make it as uh, my uh, source of income. Yeah. Mm. Is it is it quite difficult to do that in Hong Kong? Uh, actually, I think so because especially for rent, uh, it's a it's a big uh, expenditure for yeah. for me for the studio spaces, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Are there? Because I sometimes when I interview people, I hear they're sort of uh, co-working spaces for offices. Are there co? art spaces where where artists or graphic designers or or like-minded people sort of get together to to share the costs mm. or, or is or are yeah, artists I, kind I, of I secretive believe, and yeah. they just <laughs> I, I believe yeah. there are but the beauty about our setup working in flipside studio is that uh, we we all know each other yeah. <laughs> and and because of that we're very comfortable in bouncing ideas off each other yeah, and that's so important. That, yeah, that, that's nice. Yeah. So tell us about the upcoming exhibition. What sorts of art uh, will there be? And sort of uh, what pieces are you responsible for? Um, maybe I'll start off with uh, you first, Natalie. Uh, so uh, my work is about, you know, um, I've always oh, been a, a bit closer. Oh, yes. I've always been a long time fan of drawing aliens and stuff. So uh, aliens? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I really like to uh, immerse myself with uh, drawing textures and 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 um, so like uh, in my grad school years, uh, I've been de- developing these designs. But lately, I just want to project myself more into these aliens yeah. and uh, kind of make it as a self-portrait of me, like a separation of myself, and kind of uh, use them to tell about my daily lives uh, stories. 
that's so that's so philosophical because a lot of times when we think about aliens we think of the sort of outside of earth but we can also feel like aliens in our own home sometimes and yeah so what was the thought process behind uh, your alien artwork um sounds really kind of uh, inspired by video games and popular culture and uh, i just want to in combine my interest with uh daily lives yeah. Um, and what sort of medium do you, do you, do you work with? Oh, I, I work with drawing uh, yeah. on paper. Oh, wow. Pencil, yeah. um, and how many drafts do you take uh, before you're sort of happy with, with, with the final? Or is it sort of ever-changing? Is it easy to change? Because even if it's with pencil, even if you rub it out, sometimes mm-hmm. there's a mark underneath it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, how, how much of a perfectionist are you? Actually, uh, when you stare at a blank paper, you're, you're kind of scared of, uh, uh, you know... Um, of, of putting a mark on it, <laughs> yeah. but uh, after you scratch or, or scrub it away, and then uh, the, the remaining marks kind of guide you to draw some something new on top of it. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so I kind of enjoy doing that process. Yeah. Do you have a you know like uh, do you have a, a draft of it first, or do you have the image very much solid in your mind, or does it sort of just come to you, or you, do you have the image already in your mind? Uh, I work. do have drafts of the uh, movement or how the form of the creature should be, and then I'll source uh, internet images and then use them as a reference and kind of just let my hand uh, interpret the images. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, do you ever get sort of drawer's block? You know how sometimes when you're a writer, you get writer's block. I, I don't know, with, with artists, do you ever experience that sort of phenomena? Mm. <laughs> um, Ying? Yes, all the time. <laughs> 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 but the, uh, the way I overcome it, yeah. as with other things, is that I just jot down whatever I could think of that's in my head, and then normally that would take me somewhere. Yeah. And then over time, I'll get to where, you know, somewhere, something productive. That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just out of curiosity, you know, sometimes you have an idea that comes to your head. If you don't act on it, if you don't jot it down, will you sort of forget about it? Sort of like when yes. you're... Yeah. Yeah, so I think even if it's something that, you know, is completely out of the blue and it's not at all promising, it just can just actually become something. You know, exactly. Maybe, so, you know, you look at it or maybe the next day you look at it. So, so we do keep scrapbooks and, you know, we jot down ideas. That's amazing. And because the, the thing is with artists, it's not like a poet or an author where you can quickly whip out your iPhone and quickly write things down because it's very visual unless you have one of those tablets and you can quickly draw it out I suppose you just you have a notepad a notepad exactly pencil, yeah. exactly that, that would be the sort of the, the, the most old school and the most effective way yes yeah um, so t- tell us a little bit more about uh, your art pieces uh, Lo Xin Ying oh right okay uh, my work is called uh, City Gazing it's a series of 15 prints uh, it's really a visual, my visual diary of the city. Um, so have you ever wandered around and you're attracted by light from a window or a half-open door? Yeah. And you just want to look further, right? <laughs> so this is what my work is about. It's about um, looking from the outside in. Oh, wow. So it's a little bit like snooping, but in a rather gentle way. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how did that so, idea so come really to you? So really, it's just a closer look. Um, well, it's because I do walk around and, and, you know, you see people doing things or, or 
you know, especially now in the pandemic, you can't really go anywhere. So you're just walking around and, you know, you look at a window and you see somebody doing something in there. And then so maybe, well, we just maybe make something out of it. So that, that's how the idea came about. And it's very fascinating. I remember sort of um, my, my grandma lived in public housing mm-hmm. and you'd always like look into other people's yes. balconies and just seeing them, um, yeah. you know, in Chinese you have something called samji you'll always see them sort of uh, putting their clothes out on the, yeah. what do you call yeah, them, absolutely. clothes things. Poles. Poles, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, and then you'd sort of get a closer look. What are they hanging out? Are they sort of, and sometimes they hang food out there as well. You yes, think yeah. So, yeah. So, it's very so Hong there's Kong a lot thing. of uh, clothes in my place, <laughs> yes. actually. People hang up their clothes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, are you quite a naturally observant person? Do, do you sort of um, look for special things that are happening in Hong Kong when, to, to inspire so, yourself so, for, for some, your art? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. but I do drift into daydreaming just a little bit yeah. yeah i think it's so fascinating to be able to sort of observe something and think right this is an idea for an exhibition um that's yeah, kind that's... of a f- fascinating thing well that's why you guys are artists uh Bunying, what about for you what's your art uh, piece all about oh, I, uh, in contrast uh, to Xinjiang, I, i'm looking from inside out not that <laughs> wow but because uh, for past uh, Sorry, years, can just move the mic a bit yeah. closer to your mouth. Brilliant. Past years, we have been under the, the restrictions, whether it's uh, COVID or disturbances. So one tend to uh, stay indoor more and and look inward and ref- reflect on myself. Yeah. And and in the end, I think uh, I I can re- reconcile with myself and the what's around me. And in, so instead of uh, coming up with something uh, that's chaotic or confusing. Uh, amazingly, I, I, I produce work that are quite uh, orderly and regular. So what I'm coming up with is uh, geometric shapes and forms and oh, colors, wow. and all made up of re- recyclable materials like uh, cardboard or even with uh, masks, uh, surgical masks that that uh, that we we. Collected. Yes. <laughs> are they, are they so, used masks? Oh no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> might might add a, a certain yeah, sort of yeah, um, yeah. dimension to it. Okay, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, and and with your work, did you sort of have first drafts, or did you have to plan it out, sketch it out before actually making uh, it? I do have uh, some sketch and some in idea initially, but then as you develop your work, uh, you, you tend to change in thinking and ideas, uh, fresh ideas coming up. So what's amazing about art is that uh, what you end up with is never the same as what you started, yeah. and and that's uh, I think the the, the surprise and um, uh, that that uh, I find quite quite uh, rewarding as yeah. as an artist. Do, do you all think so? What you sort of what you end up with is sort of a bit different to what you imagined it or start out from, Natalie. Mm. Uh, Actually, um, on the contrary, I kind of uh, have a planet in my head, but and then uh, that the is executed. Is yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but uh, maybe for the textures, it, it will be it, it will have some differences f- yeah. uh, from what I've planned. So uh, I think yeah. uh, sometimes will be some surprising results that uh, I really like it. Because I think by nature, artists are quite experimental people, whether you sort of think of it or not. I mean, no matter how orderly they are, you you know, it's actually quite an experimental thing that you think, oh, I'm going to try it out. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Xinying, for for you as well? I'm I'm quite surprised by the results, actually. 
Because especially because you know when you're going from say you know if I take a sketch or a photo of a, of a scene and then you transfer it into print. What what you get is actually something quite surprising. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so what that's you what's initially about focus on, and then actually, if you see the yeah, and then the seeing the end result is mm. just too because the colours are different, and you're interpreting certain things. And I think that's what makes art interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating. Um, how do all your pieces sort of complement each other in the exhibition? Then is there a bit of a link? Is there a link because? during the pandemic people get a bit reflective so you know what's the sort of common link between all of your uh, art pieces natalie what's the link that you see uh i think the most obvious link would be the experience of living in the city together and mm. uh um how we it's kind of of how we uh reflect on our daily lives mm -hmm. yeah burn for you uh well, amazing. The, the, the work that, that I, uh, with the others, uh, the work that I look at, uh, produced by others in the group, is that uh, it, they, they, they go back to memories and and, and history. And mm. uh, somebody uh, goes back to uh, his or her childhood. Yeah. And then further back, uh, <laughs> one of us even go back to the old Hong Kong history, when it was just a barren island. Wow. And, and uh, she she studied mm. the, the history of Hong Kong uh, mm. from from the Chinese records and and come up with uh, quite quite uh, refreshing ideas, uh, yeah. just un unimaginable. Exactly mm. how how it just you know one link and it spirals out and then there is actually a, a common theme that dates back to pre prehistoric Hong Kong when <laughs> Hong Kong was just an an, an island. Mm. Uh, what about for you then, Xinying? What, what's a co common theme? Uh, there's a common theme of you know how we experiencing the city. So a, a lot of the exhibition is about the local culture and personal experiences of the city yeah yeah and and we all sort of love hong kong and love you know looking back sometimes at the uh, at the nostalgia of 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 experiencing growing up here in hong kong and mm. looking into the future uh, as well based on our experiences um we are live this afternoon on facebook and uh miss uh vieni says congrats to your upcoming show thank you uh, for, for, for tuning in and for Aww. your support on, on Facebook Live. Uh, remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about the flip side? Have you got a website or, or a Facebook page? Um, how can we find out more? Uh, we Natalie? do have uh, an Instagram account and uh, it's a flip side double underscore art. So uh, in case you want to find us, just uh, check it out. <laughs> Excellent. And, and Natalie, maybe we can just go around, uh, all three of you can just give us your personal website or, or ways that people can find out more about your art. Um, Natalie, you first. Have you got a, a personal uh, uh, contact or, uh, or Instagram that we can find you on? Oh, sure. Um, my Instagram account is uh, natc double underscore art. And uh, yeah, I just throw a lot of random stuff on it. Mm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good. Sometimes we <laughs> Yes. Um, Xin Ying, yeah, what about mine's, you? Uh, the uh, Instagram, so it's L-O-S-I-N-Y-123. Excellent. And what about for you, And mine's uh, on Facebook. Uh, it's L E E space B O O N space Y N G Li Bun Ying. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, uh, Bun Ying, for also coordinating uh, this wonderful interview uh, for us. It's lovely to see you again and also to meet you, Natalie, and also Xin Ying. Best of luck for this uh, wonderful uh, perspective on Hong Kong and uh, stay in touch. And I look forward to more chats with you next time. Thank you very much indeed. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.